All right, so um, with everything happening out in Ukraine and some of our citizens being stranded there in different parts of that country and also trying to get into neighboring countries, I mean, we've been just trying to follow what's going on there and getting accounts from some of the students. I mean, yesterday we spoke to one in Surya Mudli. Today we just spoke to Maud Masangu. And these are just South Africans who are stranded at one level or the other. And um, on the back of that, I see Clayson Munyela, who is the Deputy Director General, Public Diplomacy from the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, wants to speak to us just in terms of uh, what they're doing on their end to assist those students and any other South African, really, who's in some degree of distress. Uh, Clayson, thank you very much for your time and good morning. More flavor. Good morning, my brother. How's everyone doing over there? Good, good. Well, we are fine, Clayson, but we can't say the same for our fellow citizens in Ukraine. And we've been trying to get a sense from Durka as well, just in terms of efforts in assisting South Africans who either want to hop to other countries or want to come back home. What is your response to that? Yeah, no, there's a lot of work that's going into this. Um, and, uh, Ambassador Andre Hunewald, I'm sure you're aware now, yeah. we, we've told him he can't leave Ukraine, uh, despite the fact that uh, it's a war zone. He has to stay there precisely because we want to ensure that uh, South African nationals who are still in that country get the assistance that they need. Here's what happened. Prior to this attacks, all South Africans were advised to get out course, some decided to stay. Uh, I don't know whether they were hoping there would be no attacks or whatever the case is. Mm. Now we are here. Attacks are going on. The the, the database that uh, our ambassador has has roughly 200 South Africans. We've already assisted many to get out. Mm-hmm. Our advice to them was to take advantage of the trains and, and whatever means of transport that's still moving uh, in Ukraine and go towards the border uh, of the neighboring countries that are receiving people who are fleeing from this armed conflict. So this is um, Romania, Hungary, Poland, Moldova, Slovakia, and others. Um, we also then spoke to our ambassadors from some of these neighboring countries to drive towards the border areas to be on the ground and assist South Africans to cross into the neighboring countries. Um, for example, Ambassador Gomezulu from Warsaw in Poland was at the border. She assisted mm. a lot of Africans. In fact, as we speak, she's sitting with a group of students uh, in uh, her uh, resi- official residence in Warsaw, Poland. Right. Ambassador uh, Tsengiwe has done the same in Hungary, assisting South Africans to cross. So that's the work that we are doing. It's not an easy project to pull off because we've got South Africans scattered uh, mm. all over that country in different places, and it's not easy to move around because you're talking about a country that's currently experiencing uh, conflict, armed conflict. That that mm. but we're doing all we can from our side uh, our uh, priority is get uh, uh, just to get our nationals to places of safety what i also wanted to mention is that there are a group of south african experts that live in uh, some of these neighboring countries that have also grouped themselves and are also assisting this so they're providing right. another layer of support because mm. you can Good. imagine yeah. uh, this is um, yeah, it's a difficult situation yeah clayson melanie here i think just to build on to what you're saying obviously um, um, you know, the situation is ever evolving. Um, but the reality is, you know, it's not going to be solved by Friday. So uh, at what point does Durko then say, well, what do we need to do to get these South Africans home? Because it's it's not really a tenable situation for them to be in limbo for weeks and weeks and weeks, for example. 
Yeah, so, so there's currently a conversation happening um, at the highest level to, to consider of many countries doing that for two mm-hmm. reasons. One, mm-hmm. the airspace is shut, mm-hmm. uh, not just in Ukraine, but also in some of the neighboring countries uh, because people are banning uh, planes of the one country or the other. For example, I mean, uh, in Russia, a lot of countries are no longer allowing airlines from Russia to access their airspaces. Sure. So, so that's a bit tricky. But secondly... There are people, not just students, South Africans who have crossed into various countries. So they haven't gone to one particular country, as in Poland or Hungary or Romania. So they right. started all over. So if you are to coordinate an evacuation, logistically, it's not going to be easy. But we are having that conversation and exploring options to see what do we do, because we don't know for how long mm. this mm. conflict is still going to rage on for. Uh, so, so that conversation is currently uh, being had. Uh, I mean, I'm going into one meeting now uh, to discuss these matters. What I can say to assure South Africans is that we are not intending to leave anyone behind the, the ambassador is still there <laughs> despite the fact that it's risky yeah. human is family are still on the ground yeah. precisely because we said you have to ensure that all our nationals get out of harm's way before we can talk about your own evacuation unfortunately there's a diplomat we put our, the interest of our people first before ours uh, Clayson, thank you so much for speaking to us in terms of giving us an update and we appreciate it and uh, i guess for Many South Africans, it's important to get a sense of what's happening and and to see what sort of work is being done and the challenges, of course, that come with that. So thank you for your time. Excellent. Thank you very much. Clayson Munyela speaking on behalf of uh, Durko there, just kind of giving an insight as to what's happening on that front.